is Today in History, September the 20th. On this day in 1519, Portuguese explorer Ferdinand Magellan and his crew set out from Spain on five ships to find a western passage to the Spice Islands. Magellan, of course, was killed en route, but one of his ships eventually circled the world. On this day in 1958, Martin Luther King Jr. was seriously wounded during a book signing at a New York City department store when he was stabbed in the chest by Isola Curry. It was a dark Saturday afternoon. That blade had gone through and the x-rays revealed that the tip of the blade was on the edge of my aorta, the main artery. And once that's punctured, you're drowned in your own blood. That's the end of you. It came out in the New York Times the next morning that if I had merely sneezed, I would have died. Curry was later found mentally incompetent, and she died at a Queens, New York nursing home at the age of 98 in 2015. And on this day in 1975, the Bay City Rollers make their U.S. debut on Saturday Night Live with Howard Cosell. In the autumn of 75, NBC premiered a brand new late night comedy variety program that in addition to launching the careers of John Belushi, Dan Aykroyd, and an entire generation of comic actors would also give America its first exposure to some of the era's greatest up-and-coming musical acts. That show, however, was not called Saturday Night Live, not at first. The name of the show had already been taken by a program that premiered a month earlier than NBC's Saturday Night on a competing network, ABC. NBC's Saturday Night Live with Howard Cosell made its first broadcast on this day in 1975 and featured a heavily hyped performance by a pop group Cosell compared openly to the Beatles, Scotland's tartan-clad, teeny-bopper sensations, the Bay City Rollers. And on this day in 1973, Billie Jean King triumphs in the Battle of the Sexes. Oh, that first service has been a disaster for him all night. In a highly publicized Battle of the Sexes tennis match, top women's player Billie Jean King, 29 years old, beats Bobby Riggs, 55 years old, a former number one ranked men's player. And the second ball. And it's been a night, I think, that was not expected by most. It is over. Let's watch Bobby Riggs. Riggs, who died in 1995, a self-proclaimed male chauvinist, had boasted that women were inferior and that they couldn't handle the pressure of the game. And even at his age, he could beat any female player. The match was a huge media event, witnessed in person by over 30,000 spectators at the Houston Astrodome and by another 50 million television viewers worldwide. King made a Cleopatra-style entrance on a gold litter carried by men dressed as ancient slaves, while Riggs arrived in a rickshaw pulled by female models. Legendary sportscaster Howard Cosell called the match, in which King beat Riggs 6'4", 6'3", 6'3". I uh, had said before the match that I was going to win it, that there'd be no contest, and I was wrong. She said that uh, they were going to scrape me off the floor of the Astrodome. They didn't quite have to do that, but almost. But I am uh, uh, would like to uh, get into a real serious frame of mind and, and maybe go through a, a little tougher practice uh, uh, routine than I had uh, at this one. And I would love to play her again. 
King's achievement not only helped legitimize women's professional tennis and female athletes, but it was seen as a victory for women's rights in general. September the 20th, 1973, on this Day in History.